Welcome to You've Got a Life to Love with me, your host, Sarah Delamarter. I am on a mission to transform the next generation of marriages by leading men and women through healing now. Dealing with our separations and our divorces and our heartbreaks really well now will eventually lead our children and their children onto having healthier, happier relationships by showing them what a new normal is. By standing strong today and breaking generational chains, addressing our old survival patterns that didn't serve us well, we get to stand up and we get to heal. And from that brokenness create a new bedrock and a new foundation for ourselves and for our children and our children's children. I feel very passionate about this and I am so happy you're here. In this podcast, we cover everything we can think of regarding divorce, co-parenting, wealth, health, whatever you can think of, we cover it as it applies to us living the divorced life. So if you are divorced, you know someone who's divorced, or you're thinking you might have to get divorced, this podcast is for you. And I'm so happy that you are here. Hey, hey, welcome to You've Got a Life to Love with me. I'm Sarah, and I'm really happy that you're here. Um, Really fast before we get started, couple of new things coming down the pike. So Ragtag Warriors is back. If you've known me for years, you will have heard of Ragtag Warriors. And Ragtag Warriors is my Bible teaching. If you are interested in that, <coughs> sorry. I'm sorry, you guys. I had the flu so badly in December and I still have this tickle in my throat. So I'm sorry when I clear my throat and cough. I know it's irritating. It's irritating to me too. All right, anyway. Ragtag Warriors I call us ragtag warriors because ragtag, it means like in variable differences. I don't have it in front of me right now, but basically it's so many differences come together in one makes us ragtag. And we also have an image of being ragtag. Like you've been through it, right? You have survived something. You have lived through something. Whoo, ragtag, man, I made it here. And I call us warriors because there is always a spiritual battle going on. Whether or not you are intentionally engaged in it, there is a battle around us at all times. And that makes us warriors. That makes us spiritual warriors, whether you want to be or not. And the best warriors are well prepared for the battle. So that's why we are ragtag warriors. And right now, that is live on Instagram at 12.15 Pacific Standard Time on Wednesdays. So come join us there. Um, I'm usually, it's short, it's brief, it's authentic, 10, maybe 15 minutes, but we just gathered there and I have a master's in biblical exposition. So also what I say about that is it's not a master's in theology. I wasn't taught a particular way to think inside of my master's. What I was taught was how to glean truth out of the Bible, how to make it applicable to your life and how to really teach out what's true about what we're reading there in the Bible. So Ragtag Warriors, 12.15 Pacific Standard Time, just live on Instagram right now. Um, Secondly, I have a free Facebook community I would love you to join. Um, It's called You Got a Life to Love. (laughs) 
because I'm passionate about that, obviously. Come join that. Um, and, oh, if I don't have your email address, find a way to send it to me. My email address is sarahdelamarta at gmail.com if you want to email me there. My website, sarahdelamartaco.com, has a contact form, and you can drop your email in there. Or come find me on Instagram at sarah.delamarta and drop your email because I want you to be up to date on everything that's coming down the line. I want you involved, and I want to get to know you better. All right, business out of the way. I wanted to talk for a moment today about why people say divorce is harder than death. Because it it almost doesn't make any sense, especially when you lose like such a huge figure in your life, right? Like in 2022, my family lost two really, really huge figures, Um, two mothers, I had a family member close to me lose their mother, and I lost my aunt and my cousin's mom. And so we're experiencing, we're walking through these ginormous major griefs of actual death. So how then can someone, they might look at divorce and think, but you're just getting divorced. Everybody's alive. It's, It's not the same. Okay, so for one, I want to honor that. I want to acknowledge that. You're right. It's not the same. The two griefs are not the same, but grief as a whole is the same. And there are a lot of things in life that cause life altering grief. The death of a loved one, the loss of a career, um, divorce are some of the greatest griefs that we experience in this life. Um, on that scale of the most stressful things that you can live through, divorce is one of the top three. It's incredibly stressful and it is, it's just wild. So how do they compare? Why are people still saying that, that divorce is harder than death? And it's because in actual death, there is a finality to it. And that's what makes it so big and heavy and hard and sad and horrible is it's over. Your time with that person is over. Your memories, your experiences, your help from that person, everything's done, ended, over, final. And that sucks. And it hurts and it's painful and... it's a life altering, but there is a finality to it. So when you lose a loved one, you never recover. So let's get that straight. It's not like you stop feeling your grief. It's that your life grows around your grief and you develop the skills and move forward in your life and you you have new ways to, to live while holding on that sweet, sacred grief on the inside. But with divorce, there's no real finality. Um, Divorce with kids, I should say. Because I think if you get divorced with no kids, that can be final. 
you're going to have a big season of grief um, and pain and loss and the changing of your dreams and all of that. Very real, very true. But you get to, that gets to be final. That gets to be something that ends and you move on from your life. When you have children involved, there's no finality to it. It's bananas. So every time you have to send your children away, every time you miss a holiday, every time you miss, you know, someone loses a tooth and you're not there for it. Or they they celebrate their birthday and you don't even get to see them. These are losses. These are griefs. These are like little tiny deaths that hurt, that you can't change, you can't be a part of. And they happen like continually. They just keep happening. They happen all the time. Um, and if you can wrap your head around that, like that doesn't get easier. You get better at handling it. Absolutely. Eventually you stop crying when you drop your kids off to school. Things like that. It does get easier. You get better at handling it. You adjust, your kids adjust. It's not all terrible all the time, but it's also not like, woo, big break. It's not like when you're married in a cohesive family and you get a weekend off. Woo, girls weekend, I'm out of here. It's not that. There's usually not that overwhelming sense of relief and I'm going to rest now um, because your time is over. You don't get a say in what happens in that other house. You're not in charge. You, the ability to contact and communicate with your child varies relationship to relationship, depending on how you and your ex handle that. So there's an ending, like it's over. There's a loss. I have to send them away and I don't get to be a part of that. I don't get to see them, whatever it might be, Christmas morning. I don't get to celebrate the new year with them. Um, I'm not going to be there for Easter morning and I've always done X, Y, and Z with my kids on Easter and now I don't get that. Lost, lost, lost. Little tiny deaths, little tiny deaths. <laughs> Huge grief every single time. And it sucks. And that is why people say divorce is sometimes harder than death because it never ends. The saying goodbye. Um, I had a moment with one of my kids not too long ago is their time with their dad. And, and this is just, it's the divorced family reality. And my child hugged me and hugged me and hugged me. And it was time for them to, to go. And, you know, are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. I just miss you, mom. And then as a mom, you just have to say bye. Do your best to comfort them and empower them. But that's a grief. That's sad. That's something you have to carry and process. You can do it. I mean, you can do all of these things. That's another part I want you to be aware of. Like, If you are 
divorcing, thinking about getting divorced, if you are divorced, if you're listening to this because someone close to you is going through it, um, stop gaslighting yourself. It is this hard. It is this sad. And that's okay because you can handle it. I promise you, you can. Just because it feels hard doesn't mean you're not going to survive it. Just because it is so sad doesn't mean that you and your kids are not also going to be okay, right? You still love your kids forever. You love your kids every minute they're away from you and they love you every minute they're away from them. And as time goes on, hopefully they're also having some good, joyful, restful time with the other parent. So you, you can't handle this even when it's hard. So don't gaslight yourself and don't act like, I can't believe I just I'm not over this yet. I can't believe, why am I still so sad? I mean, it's just a weekend. They're just going to their other parents' house. Why am I still so sad at school drop-off? Because you are. Because it's hard. Because this was not your ideal dream situation when you became a parent. So stop gaslighting yourself. Be honest about what you're feeling. Because it's true. Now, you don't get to stay there. We don't get to stay in our pity parties. We get to feel our feelings. And then find your tools. How do you get past this? What is it that you need to do in your life? What do you need to do right now? I drop my kids off. I go to the car, for example. This makes me sad. I'm going to go to my car and turn on my sad song or hug my kid's coat or whatever it is. And I'm going to feel this here in the moment because this makes me sad, right? Let that be authentic. Do not keep lying to yourself that it's not as hard as it is. And then turn explicit back on your Spotify, start your car and you go out and you be the strong, incredible adult that you are. And you take this time that you don't have your kids to do what you need to do for you. You're resting, or you're creating, or you're out with friends, or you're exercising. It's up to you. And then you do what you need to do because, 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 because this is hard. When it does feel harder than death, when it, the finality that comes with death, when it does feel like these great griefs that come up every other weekend, every other weekend, I have to say, you know, a gut-wrenching goodbye. Because this is our reality, we have to make the choice to not live there in the sad part of it. We have to call it what it is. And we need our family and our friends to not gaslight us either. Like, please, no, we, don't, we need the people around us to acknowledge that it is as hard as it is. It is as sad as it is sometimes. But then it's going to be up to you to pull yourself together. And to also live out the joy in your life that is available to you. Because I say this a lot, joy and grief are sisters. They're very, very close. They sit at the same table. And so you get to feel both at the same time. But that is going to be up to you. To to not live forever in the sadness, in the hardship, in the loss. It, it's okay to acknowledge it. And that's reality and that, that is a piece of our lives. 
So take, take a minute, take an hour. Maybe you need to take one whole day to sit in how sad that, that is, but you don't get to spend your whole life there because there's too much good still coming your way. There's too much amazing, miraculous, immeasurably more available to you in this life for you to stay in that sad, wounded place. Does that make sense? All right. If you have questions, if you need more support healing your wounds, I always say those of us that have gotten divorced and are raising kids in two homes, we have something, I call them paired wounds or matched wounds. Like there's a similarity We know something about each other that people that haven't gone through it don't know. So if you need help acknowledging your wounds, putting together your toolkit for how to heal those wounds, creating community, believing in yourself, I'm here for you. I have spaces still available for Voxer coaching for one-on-one membership. Um, I also have my free Facebook page. I would love to see you in it. Um, but because, like, because this is a podcast, I can't reach out to you. I need you to reach out to me. I need you to be bold and courageous and reach back out to me on Instagram in the DMs or in the email and tell me you're ready. Tell me what you need. Because I'm incredibly, incredibly passionate about this season right now, about healing healing from our divorces in such an incredible way that it changes the trajectory of your children's lives and their children's lives. I 100% know it's possible. I don't buy into this like, oh, just because I'm divorced, they're going to get divorced. I don't claim that. I don't buy into it. If we do a good job now healing ourselves and do a good job living our lives inside of our purpose and our passion and healing the past survival traumas, choosing our paths, choosing our patterns. It sets us up and our children up for better success than what they would have experienced living in a two-parent home that was crazy broken. Okay? I believe in you. Reach out to me. Um, if this episode is moving you or touching you, send it to your friends, share it on your socials, tag me. I'd love to know. And leave me a review on, excuse me, leave me a review on Apple podcasts. That would be gold for me. And I would appreciate it so much. And my goal here is to affect to reach out and touch, you know, every family that's been affected by divorce. It happens in a vacuum, not a bubble. And sharing the podcast with someone that you think could use it, leaving a review and working together. These are ways that I get to fulfill my purpose and my passion. And it just gets tingly all the way to my toes because I believe in you and I believe in your future wholeheartedly.
So go be bold and courageous today. I know I will. I'll talk to you next time. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. If you love this podcast episode, share it with your friends and go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review and download it. That's the best way to be supportive in these podcasts. Also, come find me on Instagram. That's my very favorite place to hang out, sarah.delamarter on Instagram, or email me, sarahdelamarter at gmail.com with questions, with comments, with ideas for podcasts, or if you yourself have a podcast and you think we should collaborate. I'm also always throwing out new offers, new courses, new workshops, and I would love to have you be a part of that. So come find me. Let's be friends and let me know that you found me via the podcast. And I can't wait to see you there. I believe in you. Go be bold and courageous today.